This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, backing America's sustainable sugar producers. Good afternoon from the NASDA Winter Policy Conference in Arlington, Virginia. I'm Ben Nully. President Donald Trump did not leave India reaching a trade deal. He says he continues to talk with India's Prime Minister, Narendra Modi. It's a pro- it's, I can't lose this. I can't lose it. You know what? I'll never lose it. It's too easy. Because I want reciprocal. It has to be reciprocal. Just before Trump left the U.S. for India, he said a deal likely wouldn't be reached on this trip. Through translators, Modi said he wants to try for an even bigger deal with the U.S. Senate Finance Committee Chair Chuck Grassley says he was a little disappointed after hearing a trade deal with India wasn't in sight just before Trump left the states. But it's, uh, it's just that uh, presumably it hasn't been finalized yet. And so we're going to continue to talk, and sometimes there's going to be an agreement, but we don't have a date for it now. But uh, anything that we can do along that line, I think, solves several things. Economic, start an open-up market for things we couldn't get into India. Grassley notes an agreement with India would offset the threat of China, and Grassley understands the U.S. and India are still negotiating. Last week, he was confident the two countries would have reached some sort of smaller deal. Trade and the weather outlook is fueling farmer optimism heading into this growing season. Speaking at the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture Winter Policy Meeting, USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson says those two factors are providing hope, but also says low interest rates can't be left out. Debt is relatively uh, low cost to finance, and so that's actually improved relative to last year. So those three things are a positive signal. Now we still have issues with respect to prices. We know that the South Americans are harvesting a record crop right now. That's keeping corn and soybean prices low. We know that we still have a lot of um, product in storage, and that's keeping prices low as well. So there isn't... um, it isn't always the uh, the glass is all the way full, but it's about half full, and I think that's a good sign for producers relative to last year when we had a lot of adverse conditions. American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton says farmer optimism comes from the hope of getting markets back like Japan, Mexico, and Canada. But make no mistake that the, the, the prom queen is China, and we want to see uh, get back to business in that market. Uh, certainly, the USDA's projections of 14.5 billion in exports to China in in fiscal year 2020 is uh, not what we'd like to see. It's it's still way below what we used to do there. So we need to get back to where we were and then some. And I think once we see that, uh, we couldn't ask uh, for for a much better position to be able to get in and compete. Earlier today, the Trump administration announced China will soon be accepting applications for tariff exemptions as part of its agreement under the Phase 1 trade pact with the U.S. Biosecurity advocates are somewhat concerned after hearing USDA officials say it could take roughly five years to develop a vaccine for African swine fever. The disease has killed over a million pigs across the world, with most of them in China. Alan Rudolph is vice president for research at the University of Colorado. He says the industry would like to move faster on a vaccine. Certainly uh, ASF is a big concern, and yet you know, I think we recognize the increasingly increasing frequency of these kinds of outbreaks. So not only should we be concerned about mitigating ASF, but how do we prepare ourselves for the next big outbreak? And what can we do to a- avoid the same kinds of consequences and more efficiently respond? National Pork Producers Council Director of Science and Technology Dan Kovich says finding an ASF vaccine immediately would be great, 
but understands research takes time. People have been looking at that for years, and I think, you know, silver lining that, you know, this really devastating global situation is focusing more attention and resources, sure. I don't think, however, we can afford to wait. Whether it's a year away, six months away, five years away, eight years away, we need to do what we can do now to, to close these gaps. Uh, we, you know, that a vaccine is, is one part of it, but, you know, again, ounce of prevention worth a pound of cure. Let's do what we can to keep it out in the first place. Kovich says the industry was glad to see Congress pass legislation recently for more ag inspectors at the nation's ports to protect against ASF. That's all for today's Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, supporting America's sugar farmers and workers as they continue to build a brighter future by producing sugar sustainably. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Arlington, Virginia, I'm Ben Nulley.